Welcome to the Business Miracles Podcast. I'm Heather Dominic, founder of businessmiracles.com. Since 2010, I've been training highly sensitive entrepreneurs and leaders from around the globe to work less while making more impact and income by doing things differently. I'm so glad you've joined me. Listen in and get ready for a shift in the way you view yourself, your work, your life. A business miracle. This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode 106, The Secret Hell of Overwhelm. Listen in while I share my own story with overwhelm, what I've learned, and how I now navigate through it as a highly sensitive leader so I'm free to consistently increase both my positive social impact and my income. I started my first business as a nutrition and wellness coach two years after declaring personal bankruptcy and no one was supporting me financially. I did not have a trust fund. I did not have parents who were bankrolling me. I did not have a spouse paying my way. And it's the same to this day, though now I can say that I am happily married to my sweetheart husband, Stephen. We are about to celebrate 17 years together and 13 married, which is pretty great considering that through my 20s and most of my 30s, I also could not maintain a romantic relationship to save my life. I was also so confused about what I was doing and the way I was meant to be doing it in my business. My head felt like a constant swirl of self-doubt, fear, and obsessive questioning about how to make enough money to at least get by. I did build my first practice to full capacity in nine months' time, but was barely making the salary I had made as a public high school teacher. And if anyone knows anything about the public school system in the United States, that is not very much. But I can tell you, because of this, I was motivated to heal my money story. And I brought my business across the million-dollar mark five years later. However, It was an absolutely miserable experience. I can honestly say it was a dark night of the soul. I was overwhelmed, I was overworked, and I was massively overexhausted. And in this dark night, I questioned everything. I asked what was wrong with me. Why wasn't this coaching thing working for me? Why does it seem so much easier for everyone else? Do I really want this to be my life? Is this what it takes to be successfully self-employed? This dark night, this dark night, this dark time of self-inquiry led me to Dr. Elaine Aaron, the founding researcher of the highly sensitive person. Now, when I met Dr. Aaron, I was not so surprised to find out that I was highly sensitive, though I had never heard that term before or knew what it meant. But once I did, it did not surprise me. What did surprise me was how highly sensitive I was. My dark night of the soul was not because of the amount of money I had generated in my business, but because of the way I had gone about it. Being highly sensitive is about how our nervous system is wired. 
and it's about how we process stimulation. It is simply a chemical makeup. It is the structure of your nervous system. And when we can remember that, then it allows us to go to the next step of, oh, this is just how I process information. This is how I process stimulation. So then let me learn how to best do that, how to best work with that. And that's the key right there. That's the essence. Rather than try to ignore it. And when we're in our coping mechanism, we're ignoring the learning opportunity. We have tried to override it. We tried to override our own system by pushing through. Or we've tried to get as far away from our own system as possible by hiding. Or if we want to really torture ourselves, then we do both. But it's simply about learning. And I, again, really want to emphasize that. It's a learning process. It's just that that part got skipped for most of us who are highly sensitive because that wasn't taught to us. And so we are in a process of retraining our minds to work with our system. So when we are not conscious, then we are in our coping mechanism. And when we are not conscious and in our coping mechanism, then that way that we tend to process stimulation and information can feel very difficult. That is then where we feel like we have a hard time being in this world. And that is when we are then in our shadows. And so then we look to unravel. We look to deconstruct so that we can better understand what is creating these chain reactions of behavior, what is creating these patterns that are working against us to have what we want. I want to just share verbally the top 12 HSE shadows so that we can just have them out on the table. And if it's helpful to write them down, go ahead and do that so that we just have that shared language. So those top 12 HSE shadows is the shadow of perfectionism, the shadow of procrastination, the shadow of overwhelm, the shadow of overwork, the shadow of overprotection, the shadow of analysis paralysis, the shadow of shame, the shadow of people-pleasing, the shadow of being self-critical, the shadow of being judgmental of self, the shadow of being judgmental of others,
and the shadow of digestive or overall health issues. Deep breath in and let it out. So I want to touch on the shadows of self-judgment and self-criticism and the difference between the two and where the superego voice comes in. So the difference between being judgmental of yourself and critical of yourself. Being judgmental of yourself is something that you're doing like almost from the outside, right? Like judging maybe how you do something. Oh, gosh, I just didn't really do that good enough, right? And self-criticism is the voice you hear inside your head. And that is the superego voice. The voice that's telling you, you can never make enough money as a coach. The voice that's telling you, I can't believe you call yourself a healer. The voice that's telling you, you can never be successful at this. Look at this. You can't even get all of the tasks done for the day. It's that voice inside our head. It is vicious. It is cruel. And it is extremely damaging, if at least sabotaging, every time we listen to it. It becomes so automatic to beat ourselves up that it literally feels unsafe to not do so. And it's become so automatic to beat ourselves up that that creates a pattern that makes business success very difficult, or if nothing else, it makes business success feel threatening. So every time we are triggered into our HSE coping mechanism, we are abandoning ourselves. And this shows up differently for pushers or hiders. A pusher will abandon themselves by feeling very frantic, right? Will not have any free space or time. Will have a to-do list and almost be addicted to getting that to-do list done. Will not slow down. Will pile on projects to make sure that there's no possibility to slow down will experience injuries, sickness, and keep working through them. Also, as a pusher, it'll show up. The rebel will show up a lot as the pusher. You can't make me. I'm going to do my own thing, even when that own thing is destructive to self. The pusher will often feel hurt by the fact that others don't acknowledge how hard they're working. Can't you see how much I'm working here? Can't you see how hard I'm working? And here's the thing, an 80 percenter will never see it. Because that's a natural, more natural state for them. They don't understand the toll that it's taking on you. And then a hider, a hider is going to take anger and take it inward and hold it in 
and it's an imploding type of experience. The hider is all about avoidance. The hider is also a rule follower and a people pleaser. The hider will do for others before she, he does for herself. The hider works really hard to control, to create that safety. And the hider is operating under a lot of fear. And the combo platter, as I said before, is back and forth between the two. And that is a massive act, not just of self-abandonment, but self-torture. And very difficult to make any movement forward because it's as if you are pressing the gas and the brake of a car at the same time. So it doesn't really matter if you are a hider or a pusher or a combo platter. The only mattering is that it helps you to more clearly understand how you tend to react, how you default. I really want to emphasize that one is not better than another, and one is not worse than another. None of them are of service. It is, again, simply about the reaction, what you tend to, to understand it so that we can change it. So the HSE coping cycle begins with a trigger. And obviously, this trigger is different for each one of us, and the trigger will show up in many different ways. But something will happen, or someone will say something, and it, for you, will trigger unconsciously the coping cycle. And from the trigger, is created anxiety. You will feel anxious. And most likely, you're not even necessarily aware of this. A lot of the anxiety has become so, quote unquote, let me say it this way, has become so familiar to you that it actually feels comfortable. It's what you know. From the anxiety is triggered fear. And that can feel and show up in all different kinds of ways. But you will somehow be afraid of something happening or not happening, right? Fear of the unknown. Fear then triggers lack of safety. Feeling unsafe in some shape or form. And lack of safety, again, goes back right up to unfamiliar, right? All of this feels very familiar. Lack of safety and fear of lack of safety, fear of unfamiliar, which then leads us into our coping mechanism. Now, this probably happens for most of us in a nanosecond. You probably 
don't even have time to take a full breath most of the time. It happens so quickly and so unconsciously. Obviously, if your coping mechanism is a hider, you start to go into hiding in all of the ways that I was speaking about that. Avoiding, controlling, piling on, pushing, not eating, not going to the bathroom, however it is that it shows up for you, hider or pusher. When we're in the coping cycle again, hiding, pushing, combo. Then what happens is we start to catch ourselves in the coping cycle, and the hider will start beating themselves up. The superego voice will really come in and beating up on the self. Look at you, once again, hiding, avoiding. What's wrong with you? You're never going to make anything. How are you doing this? No wonder no one will be a part of your services. And the whip just gets stronger and harder and harder. The pusher will collapse. The pusher will be so exhausted, so overworked, that the pusher will get sick, the pusher will come to a point or an edge of self-destruction. Relationships will be rocky. Arguments will ensue. Something to get the pusher's attention, to stop them from pushing. And both create shame, the HSE shadow of shame. For the hider, it's, you know, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Why can't I actually make this successful? For the pusher, the shame is often, why did I have to stop? Something's wrong with me. I'm too weak. Why can't I just keep going? And then from the shame, we go into soothing. It's enough has gotten our attention that we start to soothe ourselves. Maybe we eat a chocolate chip cookie, or two, or three, or four, or a bag. Or we go shopping. Or we take a bath. Or we take a walk. Or we read or we journal, or we go to yoga class. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. There's nothing wrong with going to yoga class. There's nothing wrong with taking a walk. There's nothing wrong with reading. There's nothing wrong with taking a bath. There's nothing wrong with going shopping. There's nothing wrong with having something to eat. It's about the way those acts are being used. And when they're part of the coping cycle, they are not proactive. They are reactive. 
It's to try to make yourself better, feel better. It's to try to bring yourself back into your body. It's to try to create some type of connection again, because as I said earlier, here you've gone missing. And then once we are soothed, then we can start to recover and we can start to rebound. So let me talk a little bit about this because some of you who are most likely pushers but thought that you were a combo platter, most likely your pattern is that you push and then you recover. You have to. And you have mistaken that for hiding. Or if you are a hider and then you start to recover and rebound, then you've got some energy again. And then you go back into creating those really fancy marketing materials. The combo platter, it takes someone who's in the combo platter, an HSE who's in the combo platter, longer to get up to soothing and recovery. So the combo platter tends to hang out longer down in the coping mechanism because you're swinging back and forth and you can't even really necessarily get yourself out. And then once we've recovered and rebounded and then lo and behold, there's another trigger. Somebody at your BNI meeting tells you that you don't have a real business. Your parents wonder when you're ever going to make any money or get a real job. Or maybe even someone just looks at you in a way that you misinterpret or says something that you take personally. As I said before, this is for all of us to understand individually for ourselves. What's really key here in the trigger area is understanding also the difference between being overly sensitive and highly sensitive. So being highly sensitive, as I've said, is how you are coded. That is your nervous system. Being overly sensitive is when you are so unaware of how your highly sensitive nature works that anything that is said in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that triggers you, anything that's done, something that someone else does, we're so ensconced in our shadows that it's this just constant sense of being triggered. Thank you for being a part of this Business Miracles podcast episode and for beginning to dip your toe into the journey of highly sensitive leadership training. If you are ready to truly use your sensitivities as strengths in all parts of your work and life, I invite you to connect for a one-on-one chat. 
You will experience being deeply listened to and together we'll get a sense of whether the highly sensitive leadership training programs are the best next step for you and your highly sensitive journey at this time. Just go to www.claritycall.com to schedule a conversation. We so look forward to connecting with you. Talk to you soon.